Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I am your host, Carl Pierce. Today with us we have Richard Erlum. Hello. We have James Brown. Hello. And we have Alan Bulger. Hello. Okay, so welcome to today's episode. We are talking about Sean Connery. The late, great Sean Connery. So I'll, I'll read that a little bit. That's on IMDb about him, just as a little bit of introduction. And it says, Sean Connery was born 25th of August 1930 and unfortunately died last month on the 31st of October 2020. He was aged 90. It says, the tall, handsome and muscular Scottish actor Sean Connery is best known as the original actor to portray James Bond in the hugely successful movie franchise uh, between 1962 and 1983. So, let's start off with James Bond then. Definitive James Bond, yes or no, Richard Earlham, go. Oh, um, you, you can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? All right, I'll start. It's definitive James Bond, Carl Pierce, yes or no. Yes. Next. Yes. Definitely. Um, yeah. I'm not, I, I've got to confess, I was talking to the lads off here, I've not seen <laughs> any Sean Connery movies. Um, I personally blame my parents, mum and dad. Just, How old are you? 30, but I do blame, <laughs> I do blame my mum and dad because I think they were never on in my, my house. Mm. No Sean Connery films. I think all the films that you like, we spoke about this nostalgia, being young yeah. and stuff like that. Sean Connery movies are never on in my house, unfortunately, by the sound of him, because he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I've heard that I should watch The Untouchables because it's right <laughs> up my street. Um, I'm going to watch it, um, and I will talk about that. I don't know what we've been watching when I've watched it. Yeah. But in terms of James Bond, again, I'm not a massive fan of James Bond. I have seen a couple of sh- a bits and bobs. He is, for me, the definitive James Bond. Yeah. He comes definitely. to mind when I think of James Bond. Yeah. Just cool, smooth, mm. suave, all that. Can be nasty when he needs to yeah. be. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, I love the, love the James Bond films anyway, but yeah, Sean Connery's always been my favourite. Yeah. So go on, Mitchie, what would you say? Well, glad you asked me that because I've got an answer for this. Okay, um, go on then. For the era, yes, but if you would have stuck him in the later films, like mm. um, your Daniel Craig films, he wouldn't have fit. I, I, mean, I mean, not as an ageing James Bond, but he is for the time that he was James Bond he's spot on for that I know it sounds stupid no, but I James Bond moved with the times everything moved with the times the yeah. cars the fighting the action the, the music and yeah James Bond I think we've talked about this before with James this James here I'm pointing to our James Bone James a, Bond. yeah <laughs> it's like classical music <laughs> classical music covers centuries and centuries and when people say I don't like classical music, it annoys me. So when James says he doesn't like James Bond films, it's like, but they're so different. They're mm. so diverse. The early ones are very spy espionage, and the later ones are like thrillers, action. The early ones aren't action, really, are they? You know, there's a couple of punches yeah, thrown around. Yeah, yeah. It's, but not like today's action, where it's like full-on proper fighting. Like, um, mm. So I think it's a, such a difficult one. I mean, how many years have we... We're covering now fifty odd years. Yeah, I think it's difficult to make a James Bond movie because there's so many things that are required for you to include. Like a part yeah. of like the, the the canon. I don't know. They do. You've got to have the the car chase. You've got to have the the gadgets. You've got to have the Bond girls. Yeah, you've it's very formulaic. Yeah, isn't it? Very, the, the sense very, of humour. I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked. I liked. I loved Casino Royale of mm. Daniel Craig's movies, but the other ones he's done. I think I've not hit the mark. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I think Skyfall's good. I think I like Skyfall. Didn't like Dead One Keen on it. I was taking a leave it, you know? Yeah. I didn't think it was terrible. I think that's was... been the, the 
worst recent one. Now, when I say worst, it's still good. Quantum of Solace was boring. I'm saying I'll say that. Mm. I just thought it was boring. Uh, what was the last one? One with uh, Spectre. It's that one with uh, Sam Smith singing the the, the the music. Yes, not seen that so. one. Again, it was okay. It wasn't as good as Sky. I didn't think it was as good as Skyfall. It felt more like a Roger Moore era version. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a bit more humorous, funny. Not necessarily humorous, but like it was. There was a there was a, there was a secret base at the end, basically, <laughs> that he blows up. <laughs> I think Daniel Craig is, is brilliant. Yeah. Adam, you know, as a Bond actor, and I think mm. he, he can compete with Sean Connery. But I just yeah, think definitely. the movies he's been given. The, 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 from that but then this, they compare it to Pierce Brosnan's <coughs> like one as because GoldenEye started off brilliantly yeah and then they just deteriorate in each subsequent one you know? yeah they got silly didn't they yeah with Die Another Day and that that the, oh. the, the skiing down wave. yeah skiing down the wave yeah. you don't watch Die mm. Another Day James don't bother with it is that Pierce Brosnan <laughs> yeah yeah, it's not good. Got Madonna doing them. The music's not bad, I don't think. I think the music back then was some some good. Uh, I didn't like garbage that was one of them as well. Yeah, there. garbage was a good one. That was a good. One. Yeah, but back to Sean Connery. So, um, any favourite lines of his from the Bond films? James looking blank. Shaken, not scared. <laughs> that's it. There you go. That'll do it. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but there you go. That, that's a good point to 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 to, to like. Even though up. you have not seen the movies, yeah, you, know, you still know. You know it. it. It's just such a. So what, what's, his drink, what's his drink, James? Martini. Yeah. Shaker, not stirred. Yeah. Vodka, Vodka Martini. Martini. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what cars he drive? Aston Martin. Well, you see, you've not seen. And I think that that shows how big it is. Obviously, yeah. starting with Sean Connery because we're not talking about Bond. We're talking about Sean Connery. Yeah. Do you know what's gone? Oh, oh. Well, that BPK. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Was wasn't it? It was a Beretta. In, it was a Beretta. Oh, Beretta originally, sorry. In the original one. Was not famous. And he said, Walter PPK, that's for the women. It's too small. I'm not being sexist. These are the words in the film back then. In film <laughs> so that's please, PC, don't be, <laughs> don't be writing and complaining. Um, but yeah, it was a Beretta. And he said, oh, that Walter PPK is too too small. And, yeah. uh, and that, no, he liked it. Yeah. He liked it. Well, I like the first scene you, you see him in, uh, Dr. No, when he's... Um, <laughs> He's singing, isn't Wait. he? The first scene. He starts singing underneath the man. Oh, that's, oh, that's later. Through. That's later. Like, no, the first scene's in the casino, and, it's, and he, yeah, he keeps. They're playing. They're playing whatever they're playing. Whatever the game playing, and she says, "What's your name? What's your name?" Yeah, and he, he just sort of lights a ciggy, hmm. and I go, oh, "Whatever yeah. it is," and goes, just goes, James Bond, James Bond, and it's just so cool. He is so cool in that film. Did you know he was wearing a wig? Only in the well, later ones. No, all the way through. I know it was oh, later. I this was really debunked. No, definitely the later ones. But yeah, the, there we the go. First one. I've watched the thingy on him. He's one of the. He's one. That's another thing I know about him. Him and Frank Sinatra were two of the first big um, iconic stars that <laughs> wore words. a toupee. Really? They did, yeah. The two yeah. of them, yeah, Sean Connery and Sinatra wore a toupees. They were wow. like, I think he was thirty-two, so he's older than you would think when he first plays Bond. Yeah, was yeah. And he, yeah, he was bald, balding. Wow. So and then uh, when he did other films, they noticed. I think it was like by. Uh, Diamonds of Forever, one of the other films, do you yeah. remember him for, for when he pointed out that he had a wig on because he'd, he'd done loads of other films because he got fed up wearing the wig for the films. So when he came to wear the wig for that film, they were like, oh, you're wearing a wig, whereas he'd wore a wig the whole, the whole time. Yeah, all right. I'll I bet it was a shock when he just decided to stop wearing the wig. When <laughs> wonder what film it was where he just, the wig I got, know, yeah. the well, wig got binned off. For yeah. me, that's sort of like, that just... Gives him more credibility as like he being a cool, you know, he's carrying, you know, losing your hair even for like a bloke 
is like yeah it's careful you, you, <laughs> you, you, do you know what I mean <laughs> in, I don't know. Yours is selected. Even for Baldy Richards. Sorry, Rich. But yeah, you're right. It shows that he can he can go into a, a character and it hasn't knocked his confidence, if you like, yeah. as as a person. And he can be cool and smart and suave and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. Even though. So can we Google what film he took the wig off? Oh, I, I thought when we. When we did like a Bond special, we had like a fact or fiction. Oh, we haven't done fact or fiction for a long time. We haven't done it for a while. Have we? I we need to bring it back on me. That he didn't in the originals, and he only started wearing it about two or three in. But he, we can we can find that out. Yeah, he we? definitely wore it for Dams of Forever because that was one where he went and came back to me. I think so. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Never, that, never say never again. Oh, that's when he went again and came back. He did it twice. No, he, he came. He, yeah, he went away, yeah. came back, and went away, came back. Which I only, so uh, it's just, oh, I saw. I see what I think it was Watch Mojo thing. I watched the other day. I've yeah. watched far too many of them. I yeah. mean, well, well. So the Dams of Forever one. I, I remember seeing talking pictures on um, BBC, and it was talking to him about coming back. And it, just, the reason he only done it was to get the money. It was just for the money was it? to open up his. I don't think it was a charity, but it was like a film school. So there was two. Film there was Roger Moore's Live and Let Die before we crossed over. So he'd finished. If, what was the one? He no, finished? so it was like what was it? He finished on. I think it was You Only Live Twice. Then it was George Lazenby, with for one. For yeah, on his man. On his man. And then it was Dams and Forever, and then. Oh, I, it went I, to Roger I Moore. Roger Moore had started, they'd done two, and then he came back. But he no. did come back for Never Say Never, didn't Wait, he? That was about '83. He came back for that, yeah, which was. was and we've, t- we've talked about that in the past, where it's it's not a, a canon Bond film. Does it's that like have a, a theme tune to it? I think so. Yeah, it does have yeah, a theme tune. Never but, say never again. <laughs> but it, but it's not it's not an official Bond film, really. Because the dispute over the, the, yeah. the script and things like that. Because it's a remake of Thunderball, basically. So it hasn't got the 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 the, the bond. Music. Wasn't there like a comedic um, Casino Royale in yeah. the 60s or 70s? Another one, yeah. Peter Sellers and David Niven. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, yeah. Is it bad? It's yeah, it's quite Thanks. long. And now this is going to sound bad, but Lorna got me that and never say never again for me Bertie because she, I I told her they were shit and she got them as like I said we should watch them then yeah, okay so yeah, fair right. play to her she, we're gonna, she's gonna watch them then. but, but <laughs> it's, it's quite funny because the way there's about seven different James Bonds you've got Jimmy Bond James Bond Jim Bond yeah. and they're, they're, all, they're all called something different and they're all getting confused yeah uh, Jay Bond well that's it they, they say they say like um, that's one of the theories of why there's so many different actors playing James Bond there's like James Bond's the code name so mm. that person playing James Bond is not James Bond I don't agree with that to be honest but you want them to be James Bond, or yeah. you want the name to... That person is James Bond, mm. and then, yeah, he's double upset. But then that's another thing. Um, What's your favourite Sean Connery James Bond movie, then? Oof. That's a Probably Gold. Oh, no, I do love Goldfinger, but From Russia at Love is probably the best start of them for that's me personally. It's, it's where they start, I think, but that's, that's where they start making their mark. Yeah. Making the Bond films like Doctor No is a bit better. I like Doctor No. Yeah. I like that it it's good. small like I know I was complaining about Spider Man being small scale, but I like I like Doctor No because it's like mm. the stakes are quite small and stuff. I just uh, yeah. I think it's a good place to start. You know? I love the ending of I like the end sort of sequence of from Russia with Love with on the train and like the battles on the mm. train he has with the other fella and like the sort of It's Robert Shaw, isn't it? Robert Shaw, that's yeah. it. Um it's just great. Have you played the game? The 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 GameCube game? No, I've got it on the PSP, which I haven't played. No, I, I <laughs> but yeah, play I believe it. it's good. He's just the voice Sean Connery's just the voice in it. There was a mod of Goldeneye for Goldfinger. Oh, right. I've got. I've been playing, <laughs> I did start playing that. 
And it's it's just they try to do like the Golden Eye uh, gameplay, but it's got the the sets and the the, the game's huge. It's oh all wow! Like gold, yeah. So you you know with the gold uh, lady who's been painted and she dies. Yeah. It's got the air in it and stuff. Yeah. Like that. oh, so wow. it's, it's kind of fun, but it's Golden Eye style. Yeah. Like playing Golden Golden Eye book boss. Oh good. Yeah. I'll start looking at. That. I think my favourite one was I, I think it was brought up in the Bond special um, Diamonds Are Forever. I think that's my favourite all time, which actually isn't one of the best according to our IMDb. Ah, oh, mate. Yeah, um, but yeah, Diamonds Are Forever. It's just got everything in it for me. Mm. Um, and if you start thinking about how many little snippets of it, it's like, is that in Diamonds Are Forever? And you keep thinking it's in different films, like the bit where they're they're on the moon, but they're not on the moon. They're faking it. Oh, they've uh, run through them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they got the, <laughs> the set. Uh, yeah, there's loads of <clears throat> loads of things going on in it. I'm sure there's probably like a a boat chase. Um, is that that's the one well, with the sherry? The boat, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, but I mean like speedboat chase. I'm sure, there's a speedboat. The chase. sheriff, he's no, he's, he's the old ones. He's um, Roger Moore, isn't he? Oh, the deputy, yes. the sheriff. For, for me, it's like when well, I think oh, it could be wrong. No, no, my my dad used right. to always have like old sixties or even earlier things on the telly, and uh, the, one of the only things that I used to like and would sit down and watch was like the Bond films, and mm. just still like. He's still, I think they still stand up. Yeah. You know, like, There's like a few sort of, as we've said, like a few sort of dodgy bits with like mm. feminism and things, you know, you know, sort of yeah. attitudes to women and things like that. But um, yeah, they're then saying a film, don't they? Sorry, I'll have to come. Yeah, I like, I like Hitchcock movies yeah. from that, that period, and I like Bond films. Yeah. Only, and a few, a few other films that, but I, I mean, I do like films in, in general, hence why I'm on this podcast. Like, <laughs> certain things you put on, you just think it's it's, it's dated so badly, and it, you know, the the pace and things, and mm. things look so cheesy, but I, I, the Bond's got something about it, like, and it's, I think Sean Connery's brings something to it, you know, yeah. that, that keep you wanting to. I want to really watch, get a box set and watch Doctor No from up till now. Um, you, got, yeah. you got a box set? I've got them, yeah. I, 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 watched, I done it a couple of years ago. It took, took me about a year to do Is it the, the one that says 007 when they're on their no, edge? It's, I've got no, that one. No, my dad's got that on VHS. Got the whole, whole set on VHS. But then when they like, add it, makes to a it, picture. it just wrecks it, doesn't it? Yeah, but no, you, you can't get the new ones on VHS, so waste of time have you um, still got a VHS player no 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 we, no my dad's got the videos but have you Richard no. still got a VHS player no. I, I actually I might but <clears throat> I I probably got about five tapes I found a bag not found I knew it was up there but I found my old bag of VHS tapes like that I've got so I might um, do a little video on that or something like that put it out but yeah it's he's got he's got the full set of like Bond films that you could get on VHS Balls. at the time do, do we know what Sean Connery was doing during um Lockdown. Just no. read it here. Didn't oh, he have Alzheimer's? No, he was rearranging his fridge. He was shelf isolated. <laughs> oh dear. So, <laughs> you've got to say it like him. I did. But I started laughing. He was shelf isolated. <laughs> There's your first Sean Connery impression. It won't be the last, I'm sure. All right, so we move away from James Bond then. So, mm-hmm. what are the standout roles would we talk about? Do you want to start out? Have you any standout roles for um, from, from the, Sean? The, the dad in um, the Last Crusade. Ah, oh, Indiana Jones. He's Henry awesome. Henry Jones Senior. He's awesome, and mm. it, it, it is he was typecast as James Bond, and probably the reason he got that role is there's linked link to being James Bond. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, there's, there's, that's good casting, though. It's it is. Like, yeah, and there seems to be like a a, a sort of. A lineage with things like that, like I'm, I'm sure George Lucas done a similar thing with Star Wars, where there was actors who were 
sort of what sci-fi the, stars bigger than Star Wars. Wars. Oh yeah, 20. yeah, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So like bringing him into the Indiana Jones fold, like in Spielberg, the same. Um, yeah, he's brilliant in any. It's so good. You seen that one, James? No. You haven't seen Indiana Jones? No. Any of them? I have, but I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember them, so I'm not going to oh, sit here and say no, I have. That's fair enough, it's alright, I just can't believe it. Yeah. It's like yeah. when we were looking through that list, there's loads of scenes, but if I can't remember them, I'm yeah. just going to so, be watching. Yeah, so, do the day for our listeners, we were looking at a bucket list, of yeah. was it 100, was it? Mm. 100 mm. films to see before mm. you die, um, and like, Indiana Jones was on it. The yeah. first three Indiana Jones, yeah. I, I noticed it, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the third, so in the third so one, I have it. seen it, yeah. I just don't remember it, so no, I'm going to rewatch it. They've got such a good chemistry, because... In the first two Indiana Jones films, you've got Indiana Jones who's this, you know, he's this confident, again, you know, from a say suave, I don't know, but like he's he's confident, he's action packed and that, and, and you know, and things like that. And then when he, his dad turns up, he just turns into a kid again. Yeah, yeah. Dad, <laughs> yeah. This, see, this action hero just turns into this kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, it's a good role for him. But he, but he's had some big ones before that. I know when we were discussing. Uh, what we're going to talk about before this um, The Untouchables that was a yeah. big film I mean back in the day Kevin Costner Sean Connery who else was in it um, Robert De Niro Robert was in it, it. Yeah. Um, well, Andy Garcia as well and yeah. that was a really good film a um, couple of years before it as well I didn't realise he won the Oscar for that did he? yeah I didn't have any, any looking that up before he won the Oscar um, is that one of his only Oscars? I think yeah, yeah I think so yeah no. just, I'm just going to have a quick look now just make sure I'm not making stuff up yeah won one Oscar yeah um, best support uh, supporting role there you go so, so yeah Kevin Costner would have been the um, yeah lead yeah. probably um, but yeah again he's fantastic and, that, and I've got a quote I've got, I'm going to do the quote at the end I think or should we do the quote now but from the film I'll do the quote should we do the quote now because it fits in nicely Um and not just there's no spoilers, James, because you're, you're going to see. Has it anyone got it on DVD to let me? I think I need to check if my dad's got it. I'm going to see okay. if he's got it. Obviously, socially distanced from my dad if he can get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is um, Elliot Ness is the lead of the FBI. Is it the FBI? Is it, or is it like the start of the FBI? Is it? I think, I think it's just as yeah. they're creating it. Yeah. And it's trying to get Al Capone. Basically, mm-hmm. Robert De Niro plays Robert Al Capone. Al Capone. And uh, Elliot Ness says, "I want to get, I want to get Capone. I don't know how to do it." And Jim Malone, who's Sean Connery, he says, "You want to know how you get Capone?" They pull a knife, you pull a gun. Yeah. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's out the Chicago way, and that's how you get Capone. Mm. And it's a great line, isn't it? The way he delivers it. I'm not, I can't deliver it like Sean Connery because yeah. he's amazing. I'm not. Can I try? Go no. for it. No, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the best line in the film. Because like, he's, Sean Connery's like this sort of agent beat cop. So yeah. he's, he's walking the streets, and Elliot Ness, Sean, uh, Kevin Costner, he's like a young up and coming. Yeah. I think he's like an accountant or something, isn't he? He's, so, he's something he's like a that. Be, it's what they call it a bean counter, but like you say, yeah. he's, but he's, he's a police officer as well. Back then, it's like your your career and experience counted for everything, didn't it? Back yeah. then, I mean, what we're we talking about, 1930s, 20s, um, and like does you got play? this young fella coming along. Yeah. Does he play a Does he play is like the Scottish? Or does he play American? I think I think he's got an Irish root. It's like an Irish, Irish American, isn't it? like sort of that. Oh, but not. Yeah. I'm sure, it's not Scottish. Well, Malone. Different accents, does no, he? he just mm. plays Sean Connery. Yeah, and that's, that's all right. Know. You can don't, live with that. Don't, don't like forget, uh, don't forget the Scottish Russian <laughs> yeah. submarine captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which will come on too later. <laughs> but he sort of like Sean Connery's character. What's his name? Uh, Jim, Jim Jim Malone. Malone. He takes him under his wing, mm. and he, so he's like those sort of experience. Yeah. And they, they do this little this little group who are going to get Capone. Basically, mm. it's a great film. Definitely, mm. I can't wait for you to watch it. I, I, I forgot he was in Highlander. You know. Highlander, another one, Ramirez. yeah. Ramirez. Yeah. 
Another gay film? Was he the one who was teaching Christoph Lambert or Christopher Lambert? Yeah, yeah. So teaching him. Yeah. So he's one. He's one of like he's he's like an, an immortal, isn't he? Who's it's probably one of the only films where he's actually met like Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you seen it, James? No. <laughs> I'm seeing the current theme with this episode. <laughs> but again, so do you know what the premise of Highlander at all? No. So Highlander is. I would have thought you'd seen Highlander because you, you like Queen, don't you? I was going to say you know the music. You don't like. You, don't, you hate Queen, don't you? It's all hate. Did them. they write? Did they write <laughs> it for the film? I just think yeah. they're overrated. Yeah, they did. They wrote um, it for the film. So the, hi, the, the Highlander oh. films, the the um, the we'll ignore that. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, the premise is like that. Basically, there's immortal people, and. There's there's gonna be one immortal at the end, but they they fight there each other. There can be only one. There can be only one. The, so the immortals fight each other, but mm. um, there's certain rules like so they can't fight on side of the gated grounds. You mm. can't fight in a church mm. and things like that. And the only way you can kill them is by removing the head. Mm. When you chop their head off, you get all their powers and experience. Mm. Right. And so that there'll be only one at the end, mm. basically. Uh, and it's called the Highlander because he's he's a Scottish Highlander mm. from when 1600s oh, maybe more, more than that. Let, Earlier than that, like proper in the past. If like, Lee was with us, Lee had known. Unfortunately, God um, so. Sean Connery sort of tells him because because that's like Christopher Lambert plays the Highlander, Kevin, yeah. Conor McLeod, yes. and he uh, he sort yeah, of yeah. Like, uh, he, he gets he gets killed but then comes back to life because he's he's immortal. Didn't realize. There was a cartoon, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, Highlander, there's loads going on Highlander. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Sean Connery sort of takes him under wind and like talks about to him about the rules and things like that. Um, but it's good. I I watched the series of it as well. It was good. It was a different McLeod. But yeah, Sean Connery, again, he's in it. He's great. He, he's, he's got that role, hasn't he, where he's sort of taking... People he's the older the, one, yeah. taking people under the wing. Yeah, that's yeah, what he sort of does, isn't he? After uh, Bond, most of his films, I think what he did turn out to be the father. He's the, the oldest, father the oldest statesman, isn't he? Yeah. He was in Highlander 2, which I have seen, but I can't remember much about it. Um, Bit of a B-movie. Yeah, Not I think sure. I think it's in flashback form. And I don't think he's actually there in the story. He's if been you remember. In, in quite a few crap films as well. I have to say, like, go the, on, give us a shout, some. Uh, I went the pictures to see this. Uh, the the Avengers based on oh, the sixties. Jesus Christ! Oh, 60s yes. movie with Uma uh, Thurman. Oh, it it is. It's, that has got to be one of the worst films. It's just so boring. Yeah, and it's got like a good cast, but like you're thinking, like, God. Yeah. Messed this one up. I just remember the acting being awful. Thinking yeah. you, that's like Irma Thurman especially it was awful. And I think oh, that's she? yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> I've knocked her career back a, a couple Three. of years until until I kill, I I remember seeing her again till Kill Bill. Three point eight. Three point eight on IMDb. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For and that's that's generous. We are <laughs> we are gonna do an episode on like worst films of all time, but that's yeah. like definitely that is definitely, definitely a contender. Is it? Definitely, yeah. He plays the bad. He doesn't. He's like sort of the. It was it was hyped up as one of the like the summer blockbuster movies. You know, it, I remember the school holidays each summer would come and he'd have like a list and he'd like I I'd practically go and see every single one. Each yeah. week I'd go to the pictures the pictures to see them and I remember yeah. seeing that and thinking God this is painful. It's <laughs> just cast. so boring. You know the bad films when you notice the bad. If that makes sense, because sometimes you'll a film will just sometimes you let the film take over you and you're you just watch it, and then it, at yeah. the end of it you can go, it's all right, or it worked yeah. great, or whatever. But when you're watching a film and you truly know, like you're thinking this is awful while you're watching, that's how you know it's a truly bad movie. Like I mean, yeah. I've, I've brought this up tons of time, and I always defend this mm. movie. But Batman and Robin, right? Oh. It's it's crap. It's it's, but you it's, can it's watch a bad it. movie. 
but it's camp and it's, it's rock enjoyable. And it's like yeah, yeah it's, you, you can sort of have mates around, have a few pints, and yeah. so you can watch it. Yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's enjoyable, but so it's like it's in a different mm. league. Like but this one is like, well, but this is it just if it's just boring and yeah. it's like you're thinking like there's no yeah. en- entertainment. Value Mediocre is worse than being bad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? I totally That's agree. That's true. That actually, yeah. So and yeah. have you seen the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? So that's another one got panned. I've never seen I, it. I like it. I really like it. I don't know why. It's uh, another Alan Moore f- film, isn't it? Yeah, Alan Moore was... We've talked about loads of his... Yeah, we have, I'm recently, but he, yeah, he, he sort of wrote the story. He had nothing to do with it. Well, I think he, had, he was involved with the film and then said, no, take your name off it. I think that film is why anytime you watch an Alan Moore-based film, his name's never on it. So Watchmen, it's not on it. V Vendetta's not on it. Um, and I think because he had such a bad time on that, they just sort of there's loads of, like sort of um, problems behind the scenes, and that I think he had like mm. disagreements, mm. like legal disagreements, and said no, just take your name off it. Did you it? can use it, but take your name Did off it. Did he still get the money for it? I don't know, to be honest, I'm not too sure. What? Why are you asking that? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good, it's a good question. Because you take your name off it, but if you got paid for it, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he did donate. He probably mm. donated money. I don't know, to be honest. We'll have to ask him. But he's retired, hasn't he? I've, I've got it. I mean, heard, heard a quote yeah. from Alan Moore the other day that he's um, hating all the Marvel films. He hates that there's so many comic book films. He says it's mm. like it's uh, spoiling cinema. Mm. Yeah, well, which you would think from one of the best, mm. most famous writers. But <laughs> to be fair, that sounds like him because he's a grumpy bastard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 like a he's, he's like a what was it? An anarchist is that the right word? He's sort of like from from you know seventies and eighties. That's sort of school. yeah. He sort of he doesn't want to be part of the establishment. So the Marvel films, that's like sort of the anti Alan Moore, I'd say, because it's just like mm. it's the corporate mm. side of it, isn't it? I love them, but they are sort of mm. corporate films, aren't they? Um, but yeah, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So it's it's okay. Again, it's it's not great. It's better than Avengers. I like the story. You like it, though, Richard, don't you? I don't. I don't know why. I know Claire's not fussed now, but I like the story. The fact that they they're going around collecting all these miscreants. So we've got Dorian Gray, Mina Harker, who's related to some sort of Dracula. Dracula, yeah. yeah. Um, Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde, Captain Nemo, Rodney Skinner, um, the Invisible Man, um, and Tom Sawyer, sort of like his sidekick, mm. to go and hunt this mastermind criminal who's threatening to take over the world. Uh, and the, the the way they gather them up to begin with, and they become the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And Sean Connery's the um, he's sort of like going to be leading them, if you like. And he's just, I suppose, he's the most normal one. All the others have got their weird little four bo- foibles about them. Um, I, I don't know. It's the just, premise sounds great, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, sounds like it's. it's I think the the effects are good. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a nice opulent film. There's lots going on. There's loads for your eyes to see. Um, do, you, do you remember like, it was the, the trailers were going out? I remember uh, the League of Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. At the time, oh, yeah. I find it really confusing. Like, <laughs> you know, not knowing much about that, like that it was based on a graphic novel and whatnot. But I was like, God, what's this? League, League? extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, is that like better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a there's a, a little thing on IMDb about it. it says. Um, Sir Sean Connery, by the way, I didn't realise he was just, I've got it was a say, to be honest. Uh, had a particularly bad working relationship with director Stephen Norrington. Both disagreed over almost everything, and Norrington consistently changing setups during the shoot, much to Connery's annoyance. According to anonymous sources on the set, there were frequent shouting matches, and in one infamous incident, Norrington challenged Connery to hit him in the <laughs> face, to which Connery responded by walking off the set. Norrington did not attend the opening party, and when Connery was asked where Stephen could be, he is said to have replied, uh, check the local asylum. So mm. there you go. So yeah, Connery didn't have a good time on that set as well. I believe mm. that's probably had loads of different problems on set with the script and then changing the story. It looks like. 
And so his, his last sort of uh, acting gig was to voice the um, From Russia With Love game. Yeah. yeah, looking at that, yeah. I mean, there's a few other things, aren't like 2012 and things, like, what was it called? Sir Billy, who he plays himself at a voice. And in modern, modern Greeks, never heard of that, apparently plays, does a voice, but yeah. The from Russia With Love. That was PlayStation 2, wasn't it? PlayStation mm. 2, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, that's probably his last biggest film was *Leader of Shorty Gentlemen*, and I think yeah, he just sort of called it quits well, after that, didn't he? *Entrapment* was a biggie as well, because it was with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, and and again, I really like the story and great twist in it. Oh, going back to *League League of Gentlemen*, *Extraordinary Gentlemen*, there's good twists in that. I think the storyline's great, but *Entrapment*. Um, we didn't talk about that in the films with the twist, did we? Because I forgot the twist. Well, I'm not going to remind you. Oh, like that. Because I've seen. Um, yeah, I, I, again, a really good film, and <laughs> Sean Glenn is Scottish. I don't know if he's meant to be Scottish in it again, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose it's a Sean little bit. Sean Sean. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not really. Uh, but it's a bit like the Ocean's Eleven to me. You know, they've got to try and get this, or, or Mission Impossible, if you like. Mm. They've got to try and do the. Have you seen it, James? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the biggie, it was all centered around the Millennium Bug. And something's going to happen, so they've got sort of like a second to do something, and, and everything mattered, and everything had to be done in this one second. Um, when the the the, uh, the bank's clock changed, or something like that, or they mm. went from one operating system to the other, and the idea was quite good. And there was Catherine Zeta Jones in a skimpy outfit, and Sean Connery in it for you know um, a little bit milking it with. Catherine Zeta Jones, I mean, when she's going through the lasers, it's like, this is just soft porn, really. <laughs> yeah. This is so unnecessary. What's yeah. and That's the iconic scene from the film. It, isn't it? it is, and I think it's a bit overplayed, but. And then they like, do like loads of like music videos, based, like like inspired by based that. Like, that. Get all the, all the pop stars in cat suits and they do like dodging lasers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. sounds about right for the 90s, doesn't it, really? Um, but yeah, decent. Yeah, it's not just a knockabout film, isn't it? There's, I was looking through the list before. And there's there's one I'd forgot I'd seen, but I, and I'm, I'm just looking at it on on Amazon. I think I'm gonna buy it. The first Great Train Robbery. Anyone seen that one? No. He's in that. So it's from uh, 1978, and you know it's set in 1850s uh, England, where it's basically let's do that. It's the first Great Train Robbery, and he plays one of the robbers. Um, I remember I'm seeing it for a long time, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it because I remember enjoying it. Well, so, I've I've got one like that. And it's the it's another early, I was going to say Bond film then. Another <laughs> early Sean Connery one. It's the Anderson tapes with Christopher Walken in it. A very young Christopher Walken. Oh right, I'm um, And again, I can't remember a lot about it, but I remember watching it and thinking this is good. Um, and it's just one of those that nobody hears about. And nobody so after knows Duke about. Anderson is released from prison after ten years for taking the rap for a, can't what that word is of a mafia family, he crash he cashes in a debt of honour with the mob to bankroll a caper. And he's being recorded as he's planning it all. This is not a spoiler, but he's being recorded. Um, and it's like, does he dob him in? Does he not? Does he, you know, they're, they're, I think I think they say, we'll let you off if you keep everything going and give us everybody's names and basically... Um, but I remember it was a good film. That was that was in between Bonds, I think. It might have been after... Uh, well, 1971, it says. Yeah. Quite late, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, it was yeah before Dan's on forever. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a famous one which I haven't seen is is it Zardoz? Is it Zardoz? Is oh that you say? Because that's sort strange. of quite infamous, isn't it? Where he's sort of running around half naked. It's a very very odd film. Sort of dystopian. What period yeah. is that? It's from it was nineteen seventy four. 
See, I've only seen his 80s and his 90s movies, mm. and not. Uh, uh, I'd give Zardos a It's 5.9, but I'd give it a miss. It's it's very strange. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah, because I've, I've seen him. It's like, hasn't he got like sort of like an orange sort of cross on yeah. him? Like, sort of, that's all that's he wears, and like a pair of skimpy kicks. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought to mention that. Um, another one that I have seen, and it is an absolutely fantastic film, is The Man Who Will Be King. No, I've seen that one. No. So it's uh, Roger, uh, not Roger Moore. It's Sean Connery <laughs> and uh, Michael, Michael Caine, and they play two British soldiers who um, set themselves up as king of a tribe in a country who haven't seen any any white men for, for years, basically. Um, and it's really good, and they're they're pretending to be the kings of these this tribe, and obviously it all goes pear shape. But they're like. I think it's time, it's it's set like the Zulu era, you know, like that. They're, they're meant to be like two Zulus, Zulu, you know, when they what's the, the British Army, mm. when the Redcoats was a, that sort of era. Um, it's really good, yeah, really. The two of them are brilliant. I mean, you know, two of our Britain's finest actors in one film. It's great. I've I've seen um, Hunt for Red, o- Red, o- Red October. Oh one. yeah, and The Rock. I can remember seeing them and thinking they were good, enjoyable, but I can't remember much about them. Did we talk oh. about the Hundred Red o- October? Yeah, in, I'm trying uh, to think when. In our Seaman submarine sea special. special. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not sure if we did. I can't remember. Surely somebody could give us an idea. If did, did I tell you? Did I say you missed it out? I can't remember. No, I, I thought I, th- I, I know we've talked it. about it. I think you did. I can't remember. But yeah, that's a that's a good He's film. Brilliant in that, isn't he? Yeah, it's really like captivating. It's a it's absolutely brilliant. I think he really, that's a good role for him. So what's the premise of the film, if you remember? Because um, he, he's, so, he's, uh, he's the Russian submarine, back in the Cold War era. Yeah. Um, children, if you don't know what the Cold War is, go and ask your parents. Um, he's submarine captain on his last voyage, last Something outing. Like and basically the Russians think he's gone rogue. We don't know if he's gone rogue. The Russians tell the Americans We've got a dodgy, uh, well, very reluctantly tell the Americans, look, we've got a dodgy uh, submarine captain here. Mm. We think he's going to basically start World War Three because he's got the, the nuclear missiles. So then they try and hunt, the Russians try and hunt him down, the Americans try and hunt him down, and we're trying to find out, has he gone rogue? Oh, oh, it's just brilliant. It's, it's great. Um Getting great casting because they kind of flipped the bonds where he's like almost the opposite. Yeah, he's never played a sort of a baddie before, has which, he? Which is, I think that's good when they, they get, like they did that with Michael Keaton in that Spider-Man movie, um, Home, yeah. Home, yeah. Homecoming, where they get him to play the baddie. Um, I think, well, he played I, Jack I think Frost, a few bad. times. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, what's, I can remember they've seen The Rock, but I can't remember much about it. Just being Nick, everybody will remember it probably for Nick Cage. Nicholas Nick Cage. Is it Nick Cage? Nick yeah. yeah. Um, basically, it's Escape from Alcatraz re- rewritten, isn't it? Yeah, because he's sort of like an ex Sean Connery, you know? So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask James a question. Have you seen that, James? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately not, no. I'm just a bystander. You've got a list of that. Yeah. I'm so, doing research. I'm, no, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> So yeah, what so would you say the best movie for for James to Untouchable. start? Untouchable is definitely yeah. yes, yeah. Because I reckon that the mo- your, your mob thing you'll like it. Yeah, you'll like it because yeah. your mob things. Yeah. Yeah. Your, mob, your, <laughs> your mob fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to the rock, it, it's it's um, <coughs> is it Michael Bay or Joel? You might can't. It's one of the, it's one. I think it might be Michael Bay, but maybe I can't remember this. Anyway, but Michael Bay. Michael Bay. There you go. So he's he's, he's known for his bombastic for his bombs and his explosions and things like that and his 
over the top basically. over the top yeah. acting not acting but over top films um, so Sean Connery plays an ex-prisoner of Alcatraz in San Francisco and he, is he the only person who's ever escaped from it or something I like that so yeah so there's terrorists who have set up camp on Alcatraz because it's obviously mm. abandoned now and they've got this um, sort of chemical is it like sort of chemical warfare whatever and they're going to set it off mm. and just you know do San Francisco in mm. and so basically Nick Cage and I'm going to say The Rock then Sean, Sean Connery I've, I've got to break in to, to uh, stop them basically mm. so yeah it's, it is just it's just a great action film mm. Uh, again, I haven't seen it for a while, but I remember enjoying it. Mm. Um, over the top Michael Bay films, you know. If you like Bad Boys and Train Spotting, not mm. Train Spotting, Transformers, like their Michael Bay films, mm. it's it's like that but mm. more grounded, I suppose, with the action films. Um, yeah, it's good. Definitely watch the rock. Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Dishes. <laughs> D- dishes. Dishes who? <laughs> dishes. Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> What's his best <laughs> dishes? Dishes, Sean Connery. What's his best cameo? He well, yeah. Well, we can talk about the best cameo because I was at the cinema and everybody went, "Oh, it's so, Sean Connery!" So was this a genuine, a genuine moment where you knew nothing about it? I didn't know anything about it back then. We didn't have the interweb. So 1992, 91, 91's Sorry. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, can't speak Uncredited to as uncredited King cameo. Richard. King Richard, right at the very end. Pops, have you seen it? Pops up, <laughs> <laughs> Pops up at the end. Apparently, apparently, this is according to IMDb, got $250,000 for it, dollars, um, for that. F- how long? Three, four minutes, maybe? Five yeah. minutes? Yeah. It's, no, it no is, he literally, all the action's done. He gives Maid Marian away, basically, yeah. at the wedding, I think. That's it. Wedding. He turns up at the end, doesn't he? And, yeah. and sort of gives the blessing. And that, but it was he, so funny. The cinema was just. Everybody was whispering, shotgun, shotgun. Yeah. No, well, apparently, as, as well, he um, he donated that to charity. Apparently, that oh, two hundred fifty. That's good. Like so, that's uh, nice. back yeah. then, that would have been a fortune. 91. Absolutely, quarter of a million. Yeah, um, I, we were talking about Sean Connery when he died the week. Obviously, we made. I just noticed here. Um, Joe Rudd, when we made, he said this. He said they sent Sean Connery the Lord of the Rings script, and they offered him Gandalf. Um, six to eight million off front and twenty percent of the gross box office. But he said he didn't understand it. Yeah, he didn't know it would be. Didn't know how big it would be. Um, he never got into. Twenty percent. He never like got into. After the scripts got delivered, so he gave the role to Ian McKellen. Not the same deal. But if he'd have taken it, he'd have made four hundred and fifty million. Mad, he mad money. Was he being good? No, sure not. Pass. Yeah, imagine. That's I mean, it probably. It, I can only imagine see Ian McKellen yeah, he yeah. just made it and I can't remember him much before then was he Was he? had he done the X-Men before then um, when yeah, was Lord of Rings 99 so X-Men was in 2000 was Lord of the Rings 99 was it no I think Lord of no, the Rings Lord of the Rings was like that was it can't remember I thought it was either side of the millennium but he was also I'm sure he was in a horror film he was 80s. in. He was in that. Was it apt pupil? Was that him? Was he McKellen yes. came out of theatre? Yeah, that's the last thing. Yeah, he's a lot of theatre. Yeah. I like him. He's, he's good. He's good. So I mean, he probably Sean Connery probably would have been good in it. But like you say, you can't imagine no. anyone else being different. Um, Just another. I film. guess because that's casting from Highlander. He'd be playing. He'd be playing like the guy. The guy from Highlander. Yeah. That's what I, I suppose. I, I yeah. So but last thing my mate said that he said when they asked him years later he said yeah I read it and the books uh, read, read it all in the books uh, and didn't have a fucking clue what was going on <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like, like you said there yeah 
So Rob, next you're going to say something else. A, another film, and this this seems to be a bit of a recurring theme here, as films that we remember of we we don't remember but we know we've watched it and we enjoyed it was just cause so just a quick um harvard professors lured back into the courtroom after 25 years to take the case of a hang on, young black man condemned to death for the horrific murder of a child now that's just cause i remember i really really enjoyed it so sean connery's obviously your harvard professor lawrence fishburne i've got a feeling it was the Sheriff. policeman yeah yes yeah um but I can't remember what happens, and and now I'm wanting to go back and watch all these films that we're talking about because again it's got decent rating. Six guess, point four. Ooh, guess who else is in that film? Days. Sorry. Guess who else is in that film? Um, Late, young lady, probably at the time, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. <laughs> this was back in 1995, so I'll just show you. I remember seeing that. Medicine Man was like one of those ones that you rent from, uh, you know, that was like the, during the, the golden age of rental movies, wasn't it? I don't remember Medicine Man, what's that one about? Medicine Man, it's like, yeah, it goes to, yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah. Goes to like the, the rainforest. What am I saying? I remember it being big, I remember it being big on the telly, but I don't remember much about it. No, it, it, I remember it's good. I can't remember much about it myself. It's the roof of the rainforest. That's a reoccurring theme. I remember. Well, it's supposed to be that long ago. Yeah. I've seen all of these films, but then you go, what happened to that? I was like, don't know. Yeah. I do that a lot. I thought that it's a bad film, yeah. I just don't know. It's a long time ago since I think I have to watch a film twice to remember it all. Mm. Yeah. You need to figure out if you've seen it, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen this. He dies at the end. Oh, There's one that I've not seen, um, and it was a quite a biggie uh, The Russia House uh, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Is that how you say it? Oh, that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely right, yeah. Um, it's a John Le Carre <laughs> film, isn't it? Never heard of it. What's it called? The Russia House? The Russia House. Never heard of it. Back in the, uh, back in the 90s. Um, so, obviously, the book's written by John Le Carre of Tinker Taylor and God knows how many. Uh, Taylor of Panama, all sorts of spy films. Um, and I've not seen that one, but that's one of his big another one of his big ones back in the day when he was big nobody's seen it James mm. have you seen it? I'll actually have seen that one uh, <laughs> but it's also got like Roy, Roy Snyder in it Schneider and James mm. Fox so there's loads of British actors in that actually isn't there? because um, you've got Michael Kitchen you'd recognise his face there's uh, David Thrill, Thrillfall who yep. was in Shameless Ian McNeese yep. uh, you know his yeah. face yeah. There's lots of people whose faces you'd remember. Yeah. And know. So that's, that's, yeah, it must have been filmed a bit. Oh, and it's also got um, Largo from Never Say Never Again. You know, I Largo, know the, the guy who. I can't did, remember his name. Uh, he's, he's the main baddie in Never Say Never Again. Mm. Um, Klaus Maria Brandand, or something like that. Good effort. Yeah. The, the one who's guardian to. Not Michelle Pfeiffer, we've just talked about Kim Basinger. Is mm. the Guardian and the Baddie. Is it Kim Basinger or Kim Bassinger? I've well, always said Bassinger. Well, you know what, I've got a whole podcast on that, so don't worry about it. <laughs> How do you pronounce Roy Sh- Scheider? Uh, yeah, Roy Schneider. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. So, is there any other big ones we've missed out that you want to mention? No, but can I bring up the controversy? Oh, yeah, go on. That's not been mentioned. Yeah, go Did for you it. know about this, Richard? controversy well you'll have to tell me before I'll know so right 1965 he did a Playboy interview right and he said about how it was okay to hit a woman 
Really? Yes. If if you know, and then Ooh. this resurfaced again in 1987, which I didn't know. I I just I came across it a video clip of it this interview about two years ago, just like randomly on YouTube, and I was shocked. I was like, I I, I just thought, well. This is like mid, kind of in midway in his career, and it didn't seem to dent it or can, make any sort of. Can you imagine it would if that do was today? It would, it would now. Mm. So, through the likes of YouTube with it resurfing, because at the time, in like even 1987, yeah. information didn't get like regurgitated mm. and like you know, didn't go viral and such. So, for one reason or another, just with YouTube, it just got spread a bit more. Like that, he actually said that. So he said something like. Um, if a woman is a bitch or hysterical or bloody minded continually, then I'd do it like give her a little. And um, it, wow. it, it, it is shocking to see just to, to see him be just so sort of flippant about that that, that was okay. Was he married? Um, he's probably married several times. Mm-hmm. But not. I, I, I thought I'm I thought sure. he was one of those who's been married once to a. Or I know I know Roger Moore has. It's been married once to one person for a very long time, which is very. Well, I don't know why that's funny, James. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on. So Sean married actress Diane Cilento in 1962, and yeah. they had Sean's only child, Jason Connery, born in January. The couple separated in February '71, and divorced two and a half years later. It's like I was she, saying, he's been married twice. He then dated mm. Jill St. John, Lana Woods. I'm not going to read. They're all bomb few, girls. Few, probably is. In oh yeah, in '75 he married Michelle Rockburn. And he stayed married despite Sean's well-documented love affair with Lindsay DePaul in the late 80s. He had three stepchildren through his marriage to Micheline. That's how you say it. He also has a grandfather. Uh, his son... Oh, that's okay. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. So, yeah. He's been married twice. But he's had a few. But he condones hitting women, which is... Yeah. yeah. That's not good, is it? I wonder if he got asked about it well, as he got older. Yeah, he got asked to, to go to Scottish Parliament and then the, 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 the allegations resurfaced and it, it got cancelled and he, he got asked about it again. So he said, my view is I don't believe that any level of abuse against women is ever justified under any, under any circumstances. And he was comparing it that um, psychological, to psychologically damage someone is worse than if you like hit them. Some, sometimes the women who take to the wire that's what they're looking for for the ultimate confrontation. They want to smack. So wasn't very remorseful there, was he? Really? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and we certainly don't condone that. No. Give that a miss. So I think if if he was say of the same age and the same like the same period in his career, mm. that would I don't think he would have had like those. You know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had the Rock. We wouldn't have had. Um, what came yeah, entrapment. Yeah, all the, all the yeah, 90s all ones. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, and we've had this debate before, haven't we, about separating the art from the artist. Kevin Spacey's always coming up. Yeah, so. yeah, and Michael Jackson, obviously, we always talk about him as well. So it, it's it's difficult, and I mean, we don't agree with these views, but he's still a fantastic actor, and we mm-hmm. still, still watch him. And, and we still appreciate him and his films, and you know, he's done, a, you know, like, like most people, the, the people have done a lot of good. Don't, we don't agree with the views that mm. he's got there. He's done a lot of good things for charity and things like that, so, you know. I guess he's, he's, he can't, this is not like condoning his actions, but he's not a different generation, isn't he? So, yeah. the, like, things have moved on, like, massively, haven't they? Yeah. So. Mm. It's funny you say that as well. I've been watching stuff on Disney Plus with our, uh, Thomas, and we watched uh, The Three Caballeros, which is, like, from the 
60s or 50s, no, I don't know. But it, it's got loads of racial stereotypes in it, and it, it now says at the beginning it was wrong then and it's wrong now. So that I mean that that's how you're gonna not get round. That sounds horrible, but, but that's, that's how that's how you can it. still view these things. Mm-hmm. But educate people that hang on, yeah. This is what it's like. It's not right. This it was wrong then, but this is what what was there, and that's that's what it looks like. So. Well, it's like yeah. it's going back to all us. Um, like what's his name? Like I was back in the day, I was a massive fan of Bow Selector um, when I was younger, and then yeah. you watch it now, and it's so wrong on so many levels like you know the, the stuff the, you know Paul Craig David Mel B there was stuff with Trisha wasn't there that was just yeah. really really just like ink like what's the word they didn't mind it did they well they no but Trisha did well some of them did Trisha, Trisha did Trisha's come out and she's fuming about it rightfully so and Craig David's yeah was, it, it he moved to Miami ruined his career at the time Mel B to be fair Mel B did but Craig David, I know he's fuming because he moved to Miami and haven't he had to escape the yeah. country. He's come back now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's, go, he's back. And he's mates now, with him, funny enough. He's mates with Lee Francis, isn't he, who plays yeah, him? Yeah. But um, I know Trisha, Trisha Goddard was on um, was on ITV a couple of weeks ago, slagging him off, yeah. saying like, you know, and stuff like that. And I think at the time, people didn't realise it. It was just like, oh, he's being silly. And, and then now you're older, you watch it back and you listen to the stuff he's saying, you're like, Oh my god, that's so bad. Yeah. How did he get away? It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. And but at the time you didn't even think anything of it. And like, obviously I was a lot younger then, like really, like I, I remember watching Little Britain though and thinking Little Britain had yeah, Little thing, Britain thinking had. this is a bit on the yeah. edge. But they've come out now and done the same sort of stuff. So he's come out, Lee Francis and yeah. David Williams and Matt Lucas have come out and basically just said all that stuff we did then. It was of the time. It was what was all right then, but we completely don't condone it now. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't remember what I said, but I think someone said like they, they weren't they weren't very remorseful about it. They mm. were sort of very dismissive oh, of really? the claims. Apparently, yeah. But now they're um, bigger. Yeah. Who's David Williams anyway? David. <laughs> David Williams. David Williams. Ah, oh, right. I said David Williams. Williams. If only we were recording there. It's a good job we're not recording it. Anyway. Does <laughs> Sean Connery like uh, herbs? Only only partially. <laughs> <laughs> you have any to do more the voice, I, know, I can't go to learn how to do the voice yet. There's only two more. I'll, I'll say them at the appropriate time. Well, talking about David Williams, David Williams. Um, have I tell you that story? I, I was listening to a podcast about. Do you remember? You remember Al, Games Master? Yeah. Have I told. Have I yeah, mentioned yeah. this before? You remember this, Rich? Yeah. You're probably a bit too young. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Games Master was on Channel Four. And it was presented by Dominic Diamond, and Dominic Diamond was a comedian. So he did like presenting things, and um, before. Little Britain was big, and then them two were like a double act, David Williams and Matt Lucas. Mm. They came on Dominic Diamond's show and just like sort of stonewalled his interview. Mm. You can see it on YouTube. And Dominic Diamond was proper fuming, like like live on telly. They just sort of like you know just like didn't answer his questions. He was going no, 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 like as a joke to be funny. Uh. And after the show, he like he, he proper squared up and like Dominic okay. Diamond like was was, was going to knock him out. So <laughs> he, he fell out for years. Apparently, Dominic Diamond's in David Williams' book as well. He mentions about it. I think they're all right now, but yeah, he's he's apparently so because David Williams was his mate, but Matt, Lu- Matt Lucas was was, a, was being a prick. So apparently, Matt Lucas is allegedly a prick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've to be honest but with you, Matt, Matt Lucas. He said he was alright. He said he was alright. Yeah. This this yeah. is a bold this is a bold <laughs> statement, but I don't think David Williams is funny. I really don't, I don't get his humour, I don't mm. get him at all. 
Yeah. I just he doesn't make me laugh. Matt Lucas makes me yeah. cry laughing. Does, does he play the camp but not camp? No, I just think he's not funny. I think yeah. even in Little Britain, he was always the one. I think Matt I Lucas didn't is like, funnier. Yeah, Matt Lucas. Yeah. Was, remember Matt Lucas had shooting stars. He's a baby. He's a baby. And all that. He was boss. Quality. I think I asked before. Do you remember that the, the one before at Britain, The Rock? Rock biographies, rock yeah, profiles, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've got that on DVD. Like, they, they were brilliant. You'd like? Have you seen that, James? No, no. You'd like that because it's I all. Trevor Shelley Bassey and Tom <laughs> <Jones>. <laughs> So it's basically them two pretending to be rock stars, oh, God. getting interviewed. Jamie Theakston's the interviewer, mm. like he's mm. in on it, like and um, yeah, they do Shirley Bassey and Tom Jones, she and just everybody breaks into yeah. songs like oh. me, honey, honey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God. but but then that that could be considered like you know. Cause I'm sure they black up in that. Yeah. I'm sure they do blackface in that with with things. I don't yeah. think I don't think you'd be able to do that now. No that chance. was like a thing that used to be always in com- comedies in the nineties yeah. and early noughties. But, but in that prop rock profile as well, they do take that when obviously they do a split up. Yeah. And Rob Williams was was he before Batman he was big or after he was big? Yeah. But Rob, yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. He's a random guy and he's like got like a big fat belly. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So like. Um, yeah, it's it's like um, oh, what's, what's, it's Jason Orange and what's, what's doing? Gary Barlow. That's who they're pretending to be, and then but uh, Ron Williams is massive at the time and take that or just split up or whatever. And like Ron Williams comes in, yeah, he's a big fat fella with, with the mask on, you know, like the, the painted, let me entertain you now. And it's just hilarious, yeah. It, it is good. I lend you that because yeah, you have to lend me that. But, um, yeah. yeah, some of it might be a bit touch and go mm. these days, like yeah. But I remember the Tom Jones and. Shirley Bassey won't be really it's, good. It's really just to, to bring it all together, it's just like, because of what you're saying, I think, you know, there's different times, different generations, different ages, and yeah. people had different opinions and beliefs, even in the comedic sense, didn't they? And yeah. That, that's, as I said, completely don't agree with the things they've done, but the thing, you know what I mean? It's they exist, and that's what that's yeah. what, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. All right, well, going off topic a little bit there, but I think it was important to talk about it. Thanks mm-hmm. for that all. So, got a few, few bit of feedback from some of our listeners about Sean Connery. So, the movie Worm, he... I put out on, on the Instagram that about uh, some of our favourite John Connery films, and it's very similar to what we've said. So the movie where I'm said, The Rock, he was actually 66 in that, which is mad. Yeah, because it's like an action film and he's doing yeah. all the biz, you know, he's 66. Um, no, he's, he's not 66. Go on, what is he? He's... he's sure, sure, sure. Thank you. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> 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 um, so then, uh, when we made Paul Matthews, he said, shout out to The Rock. It's an absolute car crash of a film, but I'll watch it because he's in it. Mm. So yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. It's a good, it's you know, it's it's an enjoyable film. It's mm. not a classic. It's not going to win any Oscars, on the Oscars, but it's good. Um, Andy Cohen said, or Cohen? I'd say that, James. Cohen. Cohen. Sorry, sorry, Andy. So Andy Cohen said, Untouchables, Highlander, mm. Last Crusade, The Rock. You only live twice. That's that's all he said. And then Josh Ninety uh, said, Leader Extraordinary Gentleman. Never been a big Bond fan though. Fair enough. But leave yeah. extraordinary gentleman. I need yeah. to go and see it. I need to see that. I've got yeah. it. I have it. Definitely need to bring that in. But yeah. So brilliant. Alright, should we end it there? Yeah. So rest in peace, Sean Connery. We like your films and we'll watch them Good. again and again and again. Yeah. And James might even don't watch one of them. In, mm. in don't beat women. Don't beat women. Please. <laughs> we don't condone that. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we're available on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to get in contact, you can email us at chatflicks at hotmail.com. So, yeah, we will see you next time. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.
guys, did you know that Sean Connery had a load of books fall on him when he was younger? He said, I only have myself to blame. <laughs>